The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Killing it lately, Danny. How much fun was it talking to Ryan over there at uh, Soldiers of the Apocalypse or Soda Rims? He was pretty knowledgeable about wheels and very passionate. He was a BMF himself. I'll give him that. Um, no, we really enjoyed having Ryan on. It's the first time we've got a chance to really dig into shoes or rims or tires. Uh, I think we're definitely going to have to get back into that, get some more listener questions. I'm not a big rim guy personally, so I don't know a lot about it. So I know I learned a lot. Hopefully some of our newer listeners out there did as well. That's why we do these shows. Absolutely. Speaking of why we do these shows, Danny, I believe you have a page printed off with a user comment. We've been getting a lot of questions and comments and we appreciate that facebook messages please keep them coming guys and actually danny right before you read that as you guys keep those comments coming feel free to send them to the diesel performance podcast facebook page private message us or contact danny danny at duramaxtuner.com or contact me the smart one paul at duramaxtuner.com also if you're going to be buying any tuning anytime soon we're doing 10 percent off for podcast listeners so call into the office 815 815- 568-7920. Remind whoever the sales rep is that you want to use your coupon podcast for 10% off any tuning purchases. Tractor tunes, LML, switch on the fly LML. 2.8. Cummins, 2.8 tuning. Very soon to be MM3 tuning. Actually, by the time listeners hear this, MM3 tuning will be available for you. So if you got a Cummins and you want some new custom tunes, give us a shout. Duramax tuner, calibrated power podcast 10% off. Danny, let's get back to to something fun, man. Let's talk about this listener comment. Can you go ahead and read that out to our guest or to our listeners? I'm sorry. You bet. Hey, guys, new to the podcast, so I haven't listened to all of them, but working on it. I have a 14 3500 Cummins with an IS and Trans. I haven't heard of you guys or anyone else say anything about it. You know, with that. Ace and Trances, we have not dug into them. Wow. He wants to know the power it can hold, basically what it can harness, any problems, any troubleshooting. The 68 tuning is interesting, and he wants to know about any options on the ISN. Gotcha. Uh, everybody's pronouncing that that transmission differently. I don't know if it's ISN ah, or – I call potato. it an ASIN. I call it an ISN, ASIN. I don't care. Right. Everybody knows what I'm talking Fair about. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. 13? Is that the year of the truck? 14. 14. 14 Cummins. We call those CMEs. That's the uh, RPO code that the factory gave them for the 13 to 16. Yep. Maybe 13 to 17. I don't know if the 17s are still considered a CME. That's Charlie Mike Echo CME. Uh, that controller is needs to be unlocked. With so, the bully dog. Well, if you're going to tune it with EFI Live, you're using a bully dog to unlock it. And then that's a kind of mediocre middle of the road gauge package and then you can use efi live to tune it with a csp4 switch so you get four tunes to switch on the fly or i think the better option these days we're just referenced uh, we're going to be rolling out smarty mm3 tuning over at calibrated power but to answer his question we have support for the 68 rfe but currently we do not have support for the ison or the ison for transmission tuning correct right so we have tcm tuning if you own a 68 rfe we do not have ASIN tuning. Now, it's something that we've talked about at the shop. I don't know where they are with the R&D project. Probably quite a ways out. As far as holding capacity, I just got off the phone with one of my favorite customers, uh, Jim McNichols, today. We just went from a 130-horsepower stock trans tune on his ASIN. That is the highest reliable horsepower I currently have on the market to date. Now, 
I would not say that that is my normal tune. My normal tune for an ASIN, whether it's tuned with MM3 or if it's tuned with uh, EFI Live, we go 100 horsepower over stock on those. Yeah, That's a solid bump. It still gets you up into like the normal truck range power levels. Um, I have been moving to MM3 for that platform. So if you have a 13 and newer uh, over at Calibrated Power, where Danny and I work, we we'll would recommend the MM3 tuning yeah. because you don't require a bully dog to unlock it, and the gauge package is much nicer. You save a little bit of money in the long run. Yeah, Paul, nailed it, dude. That, that's a great question, though. We definitely appreciate those coming in. One last one before we jump into our ultimate call-out challenge interview today. Uh, I had a guy come on to Calibrated Power's Facebook page. Again, guys, if you're a podcast listener, we'd love to get those podcast comments over at Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook page. Uh, this one says, guys, I'm listening to the Gail Banks episode, and I had to facepalm when you guys said no one modifies Navistar's IDIs. And I'd like to see you guys talk to R&D IDI about IDI performance because they took on a job that no one wanted to. They have a Facebook if you guys decide to do a podcast. I wrote Tanner a nice response on this. On the podcast, I could be a little less formal. Uh, I don't care about IDIs, and it's not to say that nobody cares about IDIs. It's just I don't think that they're a viable platform. I think in our area where I live in the the northern Midwest, northern Illinois, uh, anything that's IDI is a rust bucket. It has no turbo. It has no potential. And to to make you can make power with anything. I can make my go-kart fast. It's how much money does it cost. So I do not think IDI is a wise performance investment. Now, if you got stuck with one and you want to put money into it, I still think you're better up saving up your money, selling your truck, and buying a even a 7.3 or a Cummins and get started that way and go that route. I think you'd have more bang for your buck. That's my personal opinion. How about you, Danny? I like the question. I think we should do a show about IDIs. Everything old is new again. I, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that have either owned one in the past or know somebody that owns one, and maybe we can answer a few questions that they have. Well, listeners, I'm sure you're used to Danny and I being on opposite sides of the fence, but today we're in a lucky situation where we have somebody on the phone and ready to talk to us. Maybe they can help weigh in on this before we jump into their interview. Uh, we have Derek Rose from DNR Customs. How's it going today, Derek? Pretty good, guys. Excellent, excellent. Derek, you've been listening to us ramble on here about IDI, and before we get a chance to jump in and talk about your billet aluminum common rail 12 valve, those words have never been put together at once for our newer listeners. For our older listeners, you know how impressive that is. Um, So, Derek, we have a million questions for you, but first, weigh in on this. How do you feel about IDI performance? Mm, You guys are putting me to sleep, honestly. Boom. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Done. <laughs> no, I, um, I, you know, we don't, we don't mess with it up around our shop. They're we're kind of in the rust belt, so a lot of those, a lot of those, you know, ninety four, ninety five stuff. There isn't. You have to be almost a diehard mm-hmm. to uh, to still have one on the road up here. So we've really never even messed with them. Um, so for for me, I really can't say yay or nay. Maybe in the southern guys i know california a lot of guys are going you know anything pre-98 is pretty hot out there so um just like you know a lot of 12 valve stuff is just killing it out in in the cali region from what i've been told and we even sell parts out that way 
So, um, but for us, I, I, you know, I can't really talk intelligently about an IDI because we just don't, we don't really mess with them. Basically, nobody cares. Paul. Derek Rose also doesn't care. <laughs> Thank you very much for making my point. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Derek, we're really excited to have you on today. We're really excited about your truck. I know you, you ranked fifth overall last year at the UCC. This year, UCC 2017, you have some brand new shit you're bringing to the bank, and I love that. But before we get into it, tell me real quick, what got you started in diesel performance? Um, we used to, I used to race motocross real heavy, uh, back in the, you know, pre 2006, had my pro license and went all over the country and pretty much just, uh, kind of got injured and, you know, fell in, fell into that. And motocross is a real demanding sport if you don't know much about it and got injured and started doing, you know, a real job doing concrete and just wanted to make some extra money. And the whole diesel thing was popping in the, you know, 2005, 2006 and, me and my stepbrother bought a couple. We had 12 valves we used to mess with, but we, we each bought um, some common rails, like 06 common rails. And, you know, at that time it was just bully dog. And um, I started my business in 06, um, just an LLC slinging parts for my buddies and just, you know, learning as we go kind of deal. And, um, you know, I was bully dog beta testing back in the day with the downloader that you just hoped that your ECM wouldn't, you know, your, you wouldn't get 70% through a flash and, you're done. So, um, used to have, I mean, we had my truck towed up to the dealer numerous times with my wife. She would, she would take it there and, uh, and say, I, I don't know what happened. It was just, you know, <laughs> kind of deal. And That's a great I think we idea. had the thing reflashed about a half a dozen times and finally bullied. I got it figured out. And I mean, that was, you know, that was pretty much when this whole thing started and just evolved from there. Did it, did it as, uh, for fun for like, three years just like I said slinging parts not really doing a whole lot of you know volume and then oh nine we really started to take it serious and um kind of developed into what we are today that's yeah. awesome you know i don't know what it is maybe it's just because i'm from chicago but i heard a professional Derek rose and hurt and it just made a lot of sense to me man i don't know if oh, we have any basketball I, fans out there that. you said it man. you had you had to draw that he was well, a professional motocross rider professional did. basketball player both named Derek rose both get you know, hurt my, and had to get out I'm just rating used to be able you know i don't want you know not like i do it all the time but back in the day before the whole Derek rose basketball player you could type in like Derek rose and actually i would come up on the on you know some motocross stats and videos and now I'm so far back, you can't even, you just not even, it's not even worth trying. He ruined it. Wow. He ruined it. <laughs> he ruined it. Not after you tear everybody up at the UCC this year, man. That's how you get back Ooh. up to the ring. Right? Yep. Ooh, I love it. Speaking of, uh, we, we always like to start these UCC interviews off with a pretty straightforward question, man. Tell us about the truck you're bringing this year. Well, first of all, everybody probably knows this truck. Who doesn't know? I mean, it's the blue regular cab Cummins, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When you scroll through your news feed and you see that truck, you never forget that truck. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I still think we should let him tell our listeners about it. My wife really wants to wrap it, and I'm just like, you don't get it. No. We argue pretty much on a uh, – either, either way, she got her way, and we uh, we put a deposit in on a partial wrap. So we agreed, you know, a whole uh, give and take with a relationship, right? So I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. giving in on a partial wrap. But it, for the most part, she's staying blue. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Well, you're still going to have to tell our listeners about the truck. Give us a rundown. So right now it's a hot mess, probably like every other uh, competitor's uh, <laughs> you know truck that they're bringing. Um, oh, no. Got the front end pretty much cut off of it. <laughs> got a fiberglass clip I'm trying to put on in all my not spare time. Um, what else? We're, we're pretty much, you know, my truck, I feel, is pretty close to being ready because we – 
you know, we were in second place through the whole event until we, we showed up at the sled pole with five cylinders. And Oof. obviously, we made the con- you know, we made the decision as a team to 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 let it go and whatever happens happens and we blew the motor up because we knew you know, it was hurt anyway so as as a whole my truck is i feel is close from pretty much the cab back um you know i have you know my suspension's good to go my hitch is done my shut off all the little stuff that just takes a lot of time is kind of done mm-hmm. but then we you know through this whole process going six months now on this new build um you know just added a lot of uh stuff and it's going to make things difficult but so i'm trying to stay optimistic and thinking i'm i'm ahead of the game but um we you know i've got a lot of curveballs i think ahead of us in this new uh motor venture that we're you know that we're trying let's hear about that what did you say paul billet 12 valve common rail billet aluminum okay common rail 12 valve that's a direct quote off the ucc's website derek give me give me some insight man tell me more about this so we, uh, through the help of Shide, we ended up, um, I ended up purchasing a, you know, basically, um, a common rail block. It's, it's a, it's a big block. It's based off of a common rail design, essentially, you know, they, they use it so we can bolt like a common rail timing cover on it and everything. Um, it's a full billet, it's a dry block, um, and it's, you know, it, no oil pump, no water cavity, nothing. It's, you know, it's considered, it's a dry sump motor. So we actually have a dry sump pump that we're, you know, is going to supply the oil and um, doesn't have a conventional oil pan, has a, a dry sump pan that, you know, with scavenge, scavenge ports on it and everything. Uh, so that was pretty much the baseline where we decided. And then um, in talking with Shide and, you know, getting involved with uh, Jeremy Wagler and then Fleece and then everyone, we, we had this crazy idea of, you know, doing a 12-valve head on it. And if, at first it was going to be a cast iron unit that, because um, Jeremy and, and Shide was working on some castings for, you know, for the, for the sled pulling guys. And we just decided, you know, if we're going to have an aluminum block, we might as well do an aluminum head. And well, at first it was going to be a 24-valve aluminum head, but we couldn't get, with doing a 24-valve, if you're familiar with the technical side of things, you can't really get, you know, the port shaping quite the way you want it because of, you know, the way the injector comes in in the center. And then, you know, if if we took the water out of the equation, it still couldn't get, you know, it to flow the big air like a 12 valve. So, you know, through, you know, like I said, there's there's a lot of people involved in in making it work, but we made the conscious effort to stride forward and try this, uh, you know, basically a 12 valve cylinder head, basically going backwards, you know, in time, because let's face it, in the common rail world, everyone's chasing the dinosaur, and you know until you know it's it probably still not there in the common rail, but we're getting closer. That's all we can say. So, so do you think a limitation of the common rail design is the headwork, and that the twelve valve has a larger head, therefore it would have more capacity? It, yeah, I mean, from the date, like I said, I'm not a huge twelve valve guy, and you know, but in talking with like Shide and some other guys that you know have put a lot of effort into the twelve valve, they you know, even some of the guys, like, you know, they, they will take the same air, pretty much the same fuel, and, you know, go from 24-valve to 12-valve, and literally it just makes, you know, it makes 100, you know, like Dan Scheid would reference, it makes 100, 150 horse more. We, you know, and we do really don't know why. It just it just works. Hmm. You know, it's simple, and, you know, it, the way, maybe the way the port design is, and, um, you know, the valves, and just it just works. So that's why we decide, well, let's, we're going to be the first ever, um, you know, aluminum 
common rail block, we might as well throw a 12-valve into the equation and really be difficult. Yeah, why not make it something nobody's ever fucking seen before? <laughs> well, this is what Derek yeah. is trying to do here. All these Google search terms, 12-valve. Build aluminum. <laughs> He's trying to get his name back up there. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get trying to get the hashtag back up. So that way, uh, you know, I guess we have to prove that it works first. But we're damn close um, on getting it to the engine dyno. Everything's everything's ready. We made a little bit of a change on um, going with a different uh, front cover design. So um, just kind of waiting on that, and I'm hoping to have this thing on the engine dyno like by the end of the month and we're we're close i mean everything should work i mean it's been a it's been a hell of an effort on everyone's part you know it's just but it's been a long we've been working on this thing literally since july so um you know i'm confident everyone that's been involved in it's confident and we i think a lot of the competitors and other people are really eager to see it just because of you know you know, trying to, I don't say reinvent the wheel, but, you know, kind of reinventing the wheel, going back in time to give something a whirl. I love it. I love it. Well, you know what, Derek? We're going to ask you a few more questions right after a quick word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Phil Grandinetti, service manager at Calibrated Power Solutions. As you probably know, we install high-performance equipment for your diesel truck. Twin turbo kits, dual fueler kits, injectors, our stealth turbos, our DT750 and DT1000 transmissions. But what you may not know is that our techs can also diagnose and repair most of the systems on your truck, including electrical, starting and charging, AC, brakes, ABS, steering and suspension. So please call us if you're having issues with any of the systems on your truck. We will help you through the process of diagnosing and repairing the problem. You can reach us at 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. All right, and we're back. And we got Derek Rose from DNR Customs on the line talking to us about his billet aluminum 12-valve head common rail. Who the fuck knows what this thing is, motor, going to UCC this year. Man, I am stoked. Like, seriously, this sounds like a, a really, really cool build. I love to hear all of the new, unique features you've brought to it. To this point, what's been the largest challenge? Um, I mean, I guess just, you know, the, the R&D that goes into it from everyone that's been involved. Um, you know, it's just obviously, you know, like your big companies that we're, you know, doing with helping making this thing work, you know, they have... You know, we all, as a company, you all have your stuff that pays the bills, your bread and butter that you need to get on, and then you have these side projects like this. And so the hardest part is probably just, you know, getting things done in a timely manner just because everybody is so, you know, we have to, you know, everyone has to pay the bills, but yet trying to devote as much time as possible into, you know, this project. So just, you know, just the timeline, it's just, you know, and it draws on, you know, me, like, I'm I'm not, you know, machining, you know, the parts just because, you know, it's just not what I built my business on. And, you know, there's guys that, you know, that's what they do. They, you know, they design, they build, they, and they fabricate, you know, and, and you know, the guys with the injectors, you know, the SNS, that whole crew, I mean, they, they had a real challenge trying to get, you know, we had a real challenge trying to get the fuel in the bowl. Um, so we got, you know, between, you know, Greg and Andrew working on, getting the spray angle right on the injector, 
to uh, the Piston Bull design, working with the guys, you know, uh, Steve and JJ at Diamond. I mean, it's just, there's just a lot. You know, there are a lot of people involved, a lot of hands, a lot of, you know, a lot of hands in the pie, per se. That's and awesome. me trying to just organize and keep everybody going and try to, you know, keep keep the whole ball rolling. It's It's been stressful, and it's, it still is because we're still trying, you know, still getting it done. It hasn't fired up yet. <laughs> no, it's it's not running. You know, as we're talking on the phone here, uh, Drew from D&J is sending me some sexy pictures of some uh, products that are just coming off the mill that we're kind of waiting on. So it's uh, it's exciting. We're, we're getting real, you know, it's getting close, and it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be sweet. Man, he's over here multitasking. He's on a podcast, handling a business, holding it down. Replying to emails, no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> just do it all at once. Well, without giving up any secrets on your build, well, People say, I don't want to talk about some things. It's secretive. But to be honest with you, just kind of like you said, what are we, less than 100 days from the UCC? Yeah, everybody, I mean, yeah, everyone's probably got their game plan for the most part. I mean, there's always going to be some some last-minute stuff. But if you don't have, you know, right now, if you don't have your your stuff in line with what you're getting, yeah. you're, you know, it's not going to be done because it's not like, you know, you can just pull a lot of the stuff off the, you know, off the wall. You know, it's a lot of, every, everyone's, you know, the guys in industrial are shooting for 3,000 horse. I mean, they blew a motor up, and you know, and they're putting another one back together. I mean, they're, you know, everyone's trying. Nobody's, you know, nobody's just hanging back, um, you know, especially the guys that really want it bad. I mean, we're, you know, we're going for it. I mean, I I feel last year, I feel last year we had a sec, you know, we had a second and third place truck. I knew going in, um, Levon was, you know, the guys at Firepunk, they, you know, they were the ones, you know, probably just from his DPC stuff to beat. And we were right there. We were in second. If I would have probably had some more testing done and that I wanted to get done, you know, we, we might have been a little bit closer. But I was happy with that. You know, that's out of all the guys that are there and across the country, if you can be, you know, up running second and third and, and we finish fifth overall, I mean, that's what, what more can you ask for? Yeah, congratulations to you on that. And I hope the best for you for 2017 here. But me personally, we're doing the same type of outline or so just so they're all consistent we want to ask you because this is always on my mind fuel and yeah. air what do you got going on for fuel and air uh we're running a we're going to be running a triple turbo board warner setup sizes we're going to be you know in um you know i'll just say all t6 <laughs> uh all you know, t6 fuel, we're going to be running um uh, three uh, BD 12 mil pumps, all gear driven. Uh, we're gonna have no belt, no belts on the steel, and we have potentially, you know, a set of SNS injectors, you know, the largest ones that they've ever done in the um, Duramax platform LLY. You know, we're 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 over 600 percent over, you know, overstock. So this and is so a Duramax based block. Yeah, I guess I just when you said 12 valve so, head, I thought it was just a 12 like a, a Cummins block. I didn't even ask. You know, it's based off of a Cummins block, but then we, you know, the 12 valve head, the injectors that we wanted to use are like $2,500 a piece. So, though, it kind of really wasn't, it, you know, obviously there's a budget with things, right? So, Bro, that, they told uh, me you were Deep Pockets Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sound like the guys that work for me. So anyway, um, they, you know, the injectors are going to be a little bit too much, so, you know, through you know with everybody we decided to go with an lly injector because you know we can we can top feed it we can return it on you know exterior and it's not that expensive expensive of an injector to to build 
versus what we wanted. Unless you and, take them to six hundred percent, right? Yeah, and, <laughs> and they you know and they work. So we're yeah. talking about your LLY injector that's at six hundred percent over, which is a totally insane number. I well, mean, that, that kind of blew me away when you. It's a garden hose. Yeah, that's unreal. Well, it's bigger than six hundred percent. I just said it's you know it's larger than six hundred percent. Bigger than six hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back on the injectors, you know, they're so that was the injector that we were able to modify for the least amount of money. But being we have a you know aluminum structure head and it you know an LOI injector kind of has a narrow body on it, so we have the ability to go bigger. Um, if everything works out right, we can change the injector. But also the LOI injector sh- shares the same like tuning platform as what. Um, a you know like a Cummins would we are able to I don't have to get into like a Bosch standalone or anything yet versus if we would have went into like a um, an LBZ injector they the they're just they like they fire a little bit differently right so that was one of the reasons why we kept an LLY injector also what do you tune this thing with I mean, what ECM is it running it's running a standard uh, 06 you know 849 that's awesome real quick yep. I want to know yeah, we you know I, I'd like to, you know, go to the, you know, the Bosch and, and all that, but I'm still, you know, Ryan at Hardway does all of our, you know, does a lot of my tuning, um, you know, customer and personal, and it, it works. So we we should be able to, uh, crossing our, you know, from all the all the data that we've crunched and everything, we should be able to just start this thing up off my tune that, you know, we shouldn't have to do anything special. So that's what's nice about, I guess, going with LOI injectors. Things should just... If it all goes well, it's going to fire up and it's going to run, and we can, you know, we'll have to um, pull some fuel out of it just because there's a lot there, and um, we should be able to, you know, strap it on the dyno and, and start playing. That's awesome, man. I am so excited for it. I know one of the things we've been talking to all the competitors about is strategy. What are you going to do differently this year to put you in the top three? Rather, I mean, the top six is still remarkable, but what are you going to do to try to get to the top three? Um... Let's see, the, the event this year goes, what, drag race, dyno, and sled pull, right? So drag racing is going to be, you know, our strong point. Um, I'm going to pretty much go out there and get this thing off the line, and, I, you know, I'm not holding back anywhere, honestly. We're, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm going there. I, I'm going to go there. I, wanna, I really want to win. I mean, so does, you know, maybe 30 other guys yeah. or 29 other guys, but – I'm going there, and you know I'm I'm gonna let this thing eat. I'm not gonna lie. If it if it goes straight, it's going to the floor, and whatever nitrous buttons we have on there that are working, they're gonna be pressed and until until it crosses the traps. Yeah. And that <laughs> the going into the dyno, we get you know we got we already got a pretty strategic plan. You know we have different turbos we're gonna run for the for the dyno versus the other events, uh, okay. different transmission, and you know there, there's gonna be a lot of swapping. Same thing with the dyno, we're gonna get up there and. Um, you know, whether or not we go first or last, you know, that first pass that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to let it eat. We're going to give it everything it's got first go around and if it's a number that we like, you know, we'll probably end up, uh, sticking with it because with my motor, it's being a dry sump, you know, no, no coolant, you know, we're probably going to need almost 10 minutes in between run. And I think if we, if they stayed to how it was last year, we only have 20 minutes. So. Okay. What were your sled dyno pole, numbers uh, last year? I was, Do you remember? I was game last year for the sled pole and it's, it broke my heart to know that we, you know, I went up there and the truck was just loping like, I mean, it was loping bad. And 
we we knew it and i pulled all the injectors out the guys at industrial were awesome they checked they checked we didn't have a compression tester and i really didn't even want to check it anyway because <laughs> i knew it was bad I, I was hoping we could just check the injectors and one was messed up or something and so we did all that before the flood pole put them back in and we went out there and it was just it was pissed and I just I sprayed it with nitrous to get the turbos going and I I held it right to the floor till it quit you know till it quit moving and caught on fire so oh my I really god. couldn't <laughs> couldn't do any more oh my god I love it no EGT probes fuck them I ain't gonna stop anyways oh, no, I mean every, I mean this thing I mean even Levon said he goes he goes I don't know what my truck sounds like but yours just there was something about it and I mean yeah I mean it was like the logger I think we were fifty eight fifty nine hundred and I had that thing to the floor I didn't Ooh. really care <laughs> so it it was. It was going, and it was on a mission. I mean, we rolled like 25 feet um, when it, you know, it, it was going. And the bad thing was I forgot to hit my damn e-locker off the start, so I probably that probably, you know, that probably would have helped because the track was a little bit loose, and I forgot to, you know, we spent all the time hooking the locker up and everything. <laughs> I forgot to hit the damn button. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a blast, though. I know you guys really put on a great show last year. We were watching the feed in the office the whole time. This year we're going to be down there with you. Uh, before we let you off the line today, who do you want to give a shout out to on the build for 2017? I mean, the guys that the guys at BD Diesel, they've you know they've been behind the truck. I've been on the race team for this is going to be the fourth year. The fourth year they had the race team. I mean, I've been dealing direct with with Brian, the owner, and he, he's been great. He's he's always seen my vision and my dream to do stuff, and they've they've been the most you know. Um, most helpful as you know as a sponsor they they're always there and just willing to help out where, wherever we need uh the guys down at um you know fleece we started last you know a couple of years ago with a 6.4 motor and it, it did an awesome job i mean that thing we had we had 80 plus passes on it going to ucc last year and i probably should have rebuilt it and it you know we didn't but <laughs> and it, it, and it, <laughs> it let go but those guys have been great um everyone over at sns injector uh, greg and andrew they've treated me really well um ryan at hardway we've you know i've been dealing on a customer of his for for a long time and we've been friends and he does he always takes care of me with the race truck whatever whatever we need and we work back and forth on on a lot of issues um the guys at uh diamond and trend you know we move a lot of product through them through our shop and they they've been there a michigan company so that you know they're always there willing to to lend a hand on on the truck whatever they need and you know, help me out with the pistons and what, what, whatever we need to get the job done. Um, Wagler's been kind of a new addition to our team this year um, and, and doing the, the cylinder head for us. He's, he's been great, been awesome to deal with. Uh, Frank's Transmission, they're a local shop for us. They, uh, they, they pretty much service all the, the, you know, we run a BD trans on the truck and they pretty much, you know, we, we hurt the trans often. So it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a constant battle We're you know, they're always there to, uh, to help out and, you know, whatever we got to do to, to rebuild it for us, you know, pretty much, you know, every weekend. And, um, <laughs> uh, my grandpa shop, JGS machining, they're always there to, you know, help lend a helping hand. And then, you know, my shop, you know, my guys, they're always, you know, they're working hard every day to, uh, to help, you know, to help fund the project and keep keep the dream alive. And I guess last but not least, my wife. I mean, she probably takes the most the most abuse on this. I mean, this truck is <laughs> it, it it takes a lot out of you. You know, to to get this to get to that level and to keep things going. 
That's so awesome, Derek. And we know that the, it really does take a whole team and a whole lot of people to get one of these trucks to, to an actual event. Uh, Straight up army. Having the idea and, and having the ability are just two very small components of actually attending the UCC. And that's why we're so grateful for you coming on and joining us today. If our listeners want to get a hold of you and they have more questions for you, Derek Rose or DNR Customs, what's the best way for you to be reached? Uh, pretty much give our shop a call. Um, you know, it's, it's the best bet or, you know, or email. You can go right on, on our website, you know, like www.dnrcustoms.com and it has all of our contact info. Um, Facebook, I mean, you know, with social media nowadays, there's about 10 different ways people can get a hold of you and we try to respond as, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people on private message at night and, um, you know, respond to email and a lot of guys call the shop and, it's, uh, you know, we try to stay as, you know, as accessible as we can to a point. And at the end, of the, you know, we still have to get a little bit of work done, but we try to, you know, help out. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of young, young guys out there. They're, they're inquiring on what to do. And they just try to, try to not blow, you know, blow people off and just be courteous. And uh, yeah. I always live by, you know, what comes around goes around. You betcha. I want to talk about the haters. I'm going to close the segment with this. There's always something that can be better on builds. I don't care what build it is. I got I found Nick's hole in his build. He's not using any spray. And I asked him if he's really planning on winning without spray. And he told us why. And it was really awesome to hear that. What are people saying behind your back that uh, about your truck that you're like, I can't believe he's doing that? Or what, what are you doing differently that you think that's going to take it to the first place finish? I, it's got to be something big, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of you know, you you hear why are you reinventing the wheel? <laughs> that's that's right. kind of the big, and I think we touched on that earlier. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't pay. You know, I don't really pay attention to downsayers or haters because you know it's you know I just try to you know keep positive and and look forward to you, you know a positive outcome. I really don't. I don't. I know what it's going to take. I know where we were at last year. I know you know. I kind of have an idea of what people are bringing. You know, there's a certain group of guys that are, you know, stepping up their game. And I guess, you know, I don't want to go in over, over cocky, but I feel like if we get this thing running the where, where it was, I know, I know where I need to be horsepower wise to, to get the job done. And, um, and then I guess it's just, I guess you need confidence or else, you know, we wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't be able to compete. And I guess, I guess that's just pretty much about it. Just being confident in, in your build. That's awesome. That's great advice. Thank you so much, Derek. We really appreciate you joining us today. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or Danny at DuramaxTuner.com. Yeah, why not make it something nobody's ever fucking seen before? <laughs> well, this is what D -Roll, Derek yeah. is trying to do here. All these Google search terms, 12-valve, build aluminum. <laughs> He's trying to get his name back up there.